All right, my friend, we are up. Andre Govorov, how are you doing, man? I'm just great. I, just, I finished my heavy practice today. It was a lactate practice, and I'm enjoying to talk to you, man. I'm enjoying to talk to you. Now, listen, you, you were in the news recently, kind of made a little comeback swim. Um, talk to me about where you were, what you did. Oh, it's a kind of long story, you know, like when you on the top of the world and just dropping it just because of many circumstances like surgery and COVID and many other things happening in your life, it's quite tough to sustain and being professional athlete, you know, and I believe that in this moment, you really understand why you're living, you know, like what is the sport means to you and what is the high performance means to you. So if it's just explaining what happened after the Rio Olympics and uh, when I chased the gold there and I missed it for just mistake in the final, I was still training for freestyle, you know, my butterflies mm. was never a goal because butterfly is what I have since I born. It's nothing that I need to work on. I just mm. need to be athletic for that. I need just to be explosive and it's going to be there. But my shoulder was really completely like exhausted and uh, 2017-18 wouldn't be possible to train any freestyle practice. Every time I sprint, I couldn't move my arm the next day. Mm. And Ari just the time we trained with Ari and he said, okay, man, it's time. It's time to just break war, war records and butterfly. And I said, yeah, it was one of my targets. You know, I dreamed about that, I, but that time we really recognize that is the time because my butterfly is never really affected by the shoulder pain mm. but still we train uh freestyle we train freestyle and but he said look in four weeks you're gonna break the war record it was in germany that time in frankfurt and i said man i don't believe you because in that moment that moment i was exhausted mentally physically i couldn't move my arm much mm. and even sometimes i just was going to the market buying some sweets some chips, some like terrible <laughs> stuff and eating like a lot of them. And he's saying me that words like four weeks and you're worried to folder. I said, no way, man, it's going to happen. And then we came to Maranostrum and I started to feel, oh, that's coming. Something is coming out. Like mm. uh, swim was 22.5 freestyle and like 22.9 uh, in the prelims, I swam uh, 50 butterfly and I just said, okay, we're going to skip all the freestyle for this season and just let's focus on 50 butterfly. And, and then the story starts, you know, I start to feel every meeting better and better. And I felt that I can do more. And I know some secrets in butterfly, how to uh, swim faster, the 50, really swim. Cause you know, I'm not a great starter. I don't have any underwater. Since I kid, uh, the coaches say me swim faster, not do any underwaters. And this probably was a mistake that I still struggling right now. And the first 15 meters. So then was this magic 50 butterfly when uh, you was in the video, you cheered more yeah. than anyone else. Uh, <laughs> I still, sometimes I watch that video enjoying and I hear that you just think, go, go, go. And you enjoyed <laughs> that race as well. And I appreciate for that. Honestly, it's uh, you're part of that story, you know? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and since that, uh, I see, I think we achieved some, something big together with Ari and, um, the Olympics is the, was the next goal, uh, Olympics Tokyo, but my freestyle wasn't there. In uh, 2019 in Korea, I swam 22.9 and I couldn't move my arm again. And uh, I swam the same time in butterfly, you know. And the decision was to make the surgery because, you know, I don't like to talk it loud like that time because, you know, it, it's kind of a weakness. I don't want right. to show that I couldn't make the Olympics or something. But 2019, uh, Israel, I'm going to make a surgery. I'm saying to the doctors, guys, I'll just, I need to train in three, four months. Tops, like, do better, best you can. And, you know, in Ukraine, we have some, this difficult thing that nobody going to pay you for this surgery. It's like, we don't have the insurance at all. So this, the athletes don't have any kind of insurance. And I paid the surgery from my pocket just to be sure that uh, it's going to get done well. And was good like i can tell you it was a good decision to make the surgery at that moment it relieved my brain for a bit mm. and, and then in three months i started to do the parachute swim so three three months after surgery you're doing parachute months. yeah in in late august i've i made the surgery and wow 
already in November, I've made my first parachute set. But I tell you, man, it was a big mistake. I mean, I didn't, I didn't make it worse, but you, 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 you just can't do max. You like you, it was a big mistake. No shit, I could have told you that, man. No, like it wasn't forced by someone. It was forced by myself. Okay. okay. It, it, like everyone say, man, keep just calm. Like let let your just arm rest. And I said, man, right. Olymp Olympics coming. Like how I, I've been uh, chasing for the Golden Olympics. How could I not chasing again, right? Okay. And then. Uh, it couldn't happen you know every practice i do i know that i'm slower than before every practice i do the gym i know that i'm weaker than before and then you know between coach and athletes and uh, an athlete is just starts to be uh, like, like tight points that we start to be freaking out of each other mm. and it's not helping at all mm. and in that moment covid starts and Imagine me feeling that big relief that one more year I'm going to have for preparation, just one more year for like recovery. Cause I was happy for COVID starts, honestly. And, but instead of keep training, instead of, uh, like was April, the COVID, like the pandemic starts, uh, April, right? April 19th. Yeah. Yep. Uh, April 20th. April 20th. Yeah. 20, 20, mm -hmm. And, uh, it was my trials. And that time I swam 22 something four, you know, I, I was not close to the Olympic cut because I still would, should make the Olympic cut. And I, I decided just, okay, I just want to get some rest. And uh, first the pools was closed. Second, uh, the pandemic started that you can't travel. Uh, the idea that time that my coach uh, couldn't be in Ukraine. So I decided, okay, I'm just going to take some months off for um, recover because I could have a year, but this month off was not month off was six months. I didn't swim because many reasons, uh, I got some promo proposal for uh, high politic politics in my country. Mm. Uh, and I just say, okay, I'm going to try politics just because it's my next step. Like I see me as a next stage in my future as a politician in my country. Mm. I have po political education. I have master's degree and I also have, uh, I started the work for PhD in my university. Uh, the topic oh. is uh, sponsorships and sport in post-Soviet Union countries. Wow. You know, we moved from communism to capitalism, and not nobody was thinking what kind of relationships between business and sport could make. Like, uh, and that mm -hmm. was the because it was a big issue for me, and because uh, nobody wants to sponsor in my country. It's not about me; it's about everyone. So, or someone just supports without any relationships because sponsorship that you need to give some value in the like commercial value or something. And, mm. but in that moment, the director of the university died and I just quit with PhD because it was big work together. And the politics man is dirty thing. It's just, it's not something that you need, to, you can do a part time. You just need to be like hundred percent in and, uh, this, little of work out of the swim make me think that look finish your goals first like my goal is not done yet my goal is uh swim freestyle as fast as i can and i know that 21 46 that was in the real olympics is wasn't my best i knew we analyzed the races and i could be much faster in that race and i still want to enjoy high performance swimming and in that moment i just recognized okay I want to go back to swimming and focus 100% there. And when we met with Ari in that moment, it was uh, November. November in Turkey, we met the first time after the pandemic starts allowed us to travel. Hmm. I think Ari was already not ready, in this my opinion. I, I, like we had a long talk at that time, but he was not ready to coach me anymore for many reasons, for COVID, for him missing his family, and I don't know exactly the reasons, honestly, if it was a long time ago, already a year and we stopped training together. And at that moment I had no option to go anywhere else. First is again, it's COVID a pandemic. I even called you right at the time. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke during that time. Yeah. And there was no chance that I could come to, to you because 
like that time you the you, you swam in the backyard pool, right? California was locked down. Yeah, we were swimming in uh, yeah, basically a backyard pool. Yeah, and um, I just decided, okay, I'm just gonna try to do my own. But at that time, the assistant coach, the Lucas Brandmeier, that I, I've met him in Tenerife a long time ago, and he was an assisting coach for recovery of my shoulder. I called him and said, man, I want to just do the preparation with you together on my own because I have no options now. And he came to Ukraine and we started to do just what we know, you know, just heavy lifting gym, the like strength, strength transition to the power, a power to the speed. And that was the work. But unfortunately, it was not enough because uh, after six months off, we needed to First, so I compete compete uh, ISL. So I did two month work after six months off, and honestly, I got close to my personal best in short course. Was, oh, you uh, you did compete ISL? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, and that, that was uh, honestly I surprised on that because uh, I swam twenty two five fifty fly there short course, mm. and twenty one forty seven fifty freestyle, and even once under twenty one in a practice, and that was my best swim of the year at that time. Mm. That's why they, they allowed me to swim 50 freestyle because I was on, on the 50 freestyle list. But then in the competition doesn't felt well anymore because just two months of work not allowed me to swim consistently quick. Right. And, and then we started to prepare the Olympic year. But again, you know, six months off, it's, it's a hard time uh, to get back. And also in this period, I had some depressions. So sometimes I just couldn't go to the practice because of reason that my coach is not in the country or I'm trying to reach Tenerife as a camp, but I'm Ukrainian. I'm not part of the EU. Like I don't have a EU passport. Mm. They hold me in airport seven days. And seven I, days seven in the days, airport. Yeah. In the airport, just because they couldn't say me. No, I, it was terrible. Uh, like first time they refused me to go. I was in Ukraine. They refused me to go through Czech. I stayed in Kiev like one more day. Then I decided to buy the ticket because I paid already. I paid the hotel in Tenerife. I paid the center, like I prepaid everything. And then I go through Turkey. So I go in Istanbul and then I'm just about to board. And they say, oh, we need to clarify, like check if you can go, if you can go through. And that time was no vaccines yet. I had my PCR test done, but they say, oh, we need to wait that the officials gonna say if they're gonna allow you to come or not. So I wait one day, two, three, four, five days, and then they say me no. And then I needed to wait another two days to buy the ticket back. Nobody, like no refunds, nothing. Mm. Even Tenerife, the guys who are paid the apartment, Airbnb, they just, like, they say, okay, we're not going to pay you back. Like they took advantage of the situation. Wow, and you must have lost a lot of money. Yeah, I think around 4,000 that moment I lost. Wow. Uh, but that's mostly for my mental state mm. then i went back home and i didn't train a week because i just didn't want to do anything else and it is and then other like i go my trials i go to my trials again 22 1 or 22 2 is like not close enough what i wanted to and mm. i'm just again two weeks off i'm just decided to take two weeks off and was like four or five times during the preparation that I just freaked out and I had no coach that just could grab me out and just put me on the water bed. Um, because just, he wasn't there. My assistant coach was somewhere else because they not allowed him to go to Ukraine in that moment. So it's just tough, tough life in that moment. And I decided in one, like one day I just thought, Okay, whatever is gonna happen, I'm just gonna compete. I went to all Maranostrums, I went to Sete Colli, 20 to 1, 20 to 1, 20 to 1, but nothing faster than that. And that that was the, the period, the hardest of my life when you're chasing for something that you just can't achieve and is tough for your mental, but also gives you the motivation probably to prove that you can do better. Looking to host your first swim meet or replacing an old timing system? Run a swim meet with ease from your laptop using superior swim timing. You can use superior swim timing with your existing equipment or they can provide you with a complete timing solution including deck harnesses, buttons and starter. 
SST is fully compatible with Hitech and Team Unify, as well as Colorado, Dactronics, and Amiga touchpads. Go to superiorswimtiming.com to learn more and be sure to tell them I sent you. And then I got an invitation here uh, in Germany. It's uh, Coach uh, Luther Jones. He mm -hmm. was C CEO of the Smart Pedals company in the past. The right. Part yeah. Mm. The, the, what part uh, of Germany is it? Uh, this is uh, Saarbrücken. It's close to France. It's uh, two hours from Paris. Mm. What's so the name of the team? Uh, it's just no team here. It's just Saarbrücken Olympic School. Oh, okay. like There's okay. no team at all here. And I'm training him just face-to-face -face right now. Because uh, he was giving some advices to the kids, but now here the Olympic school decided that they don't want to have kids with us together. I mean, some poli political issues here, mm. uh, but it's good for me, you know. I'm, I have my like pool, full availability of the pool, full availability of the gym. I have my dorm here, nothing else that more I needed, you know. What was the um, competition that you swam at last week? Uh, it was just German regional competitions that I came just to test myself. Uh, first, first start of the season well, under under the load and surprisingly went fast in the free in, in the fly twenty three forty seven. I mean, twenty strokes, nothing, no explosive explosivity at all. But also a good sign for freestyle this year mm -hmm. because it was just not a single day of the heavy lifting gym. So we're just starting it now, and I feel that we could do something beautiful in the World Champs. Nice. Is the shoulder now fully healed again? Yeah, the shoulder full, fully healed, and my freestyle getting better, and I could just swim without uh, any kind of worries about uh, training sessions. Like I can go all out, and then next day I can go all out, and without any any problems. I'm, I'm let, let, let's talk about some specific events then you know going back i, I want to talk about the olympics in 16 because mm -hmm. I, I noticed some things that i want to talk to you about i also want to touch on the world record and kind of dig into that a little bit as well mm -hmm. um so just in terms of 16 uh this doesn't happen very often to me but i walked into the warm-up pool there was there was a beautiful warm-up pool remember that where it was kind of away from i bet you walked in there and it was gorgeous I remember walking in one day and I was I was headed towards the blocks. And as I was walking towards the blocks, you were actually on the block and you were doing a dive. I believe it was a 25 or a 35, one, one of the two, 25 or 35. And I remember as I was walking towards the block, just coming in for the first time, seeing you on the block, seeing Ari with his watches and he hits the, he whistles, you know, go. You come off the block, you hit this beautiful entry, you hit this incredible underwater and then you come out and you're like floating on top of the water i'd never seen anybody swim as fast as you swam in that particular moment right there and then it was like incredible to me you were swimming freestyle and you were swimming so fast and i remember thinking to myself i didn't tell anybody i, I didn't tell bruno this i didn't tell anybody else this i thought to myself that guy's gonna win the gold medal I mean, this is how I felt, honestly. I, I saw you swim, and, and I've seen a lot of people swim very fast. You, in that warm-up pool right there, you did something I'd never seen before. It was incredible. Do you remember that moment? I really know what you're talking about. And that's also made make me so, like, depressed while, while I lost it. And that moment, it was three days before the Olympic uh, starts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm doing this race. It was 45 race. Uh, no, it was 35 race. And then I just go, yeah, it was 35 max plus 15 easy. Right. I swam 21.9 that time. And 15 easy completely dropped. Uh, I swam, I think, 14.1 mm. my head mm. in that moment. Or, or I don't remember, really exactly remember the time. But we calculated that if I just could keep the speed till the end, it would be 20.8. And just this yes that's what i mean i saw it I've, I've, i'm like i've never seen anybody swim that fast on top of the water before it was incredible and in this moment i just felt look i have so much behind this we, we made the great work I've, i never felt as good in, in my life never but in the morning olympics you know olympics is different because you're just so stressed mm -hmm. because you put all your life there 
and I pressed too hard. I pressed too hard in the morning. I pressed too hard in semifinal, and I pressed even harder in the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just a mistake of the mental preparation. That I have only one bullet, and it was all in there. I spent so much energy in the morning, as, and uh, also when you swimming too fast, you don't you don't feel this uh, motivational energy later. You know, you're just spinning all the energy out. Mm. That's another mistake. And another point that after this 50, uh, after this 35 plus 15, I just couldn't move my arm the next day. <laughs> that mm. was the problem. And we, oh. uh, I started to take anti-inflammatories, anti-inflammatories. And you know, sometimes they just take in also something from you if you're mm. just taking it before the race. Mm. And I, I don't like to say that, oh, excuse, that was the excuse. My, I think it's my excuse was just that just because I couldn't do properly the races I should done. Uh, I couldn't manage my stress, but that's what's all about the Olympics, you know. That's right. why I believe that um, Olympics is just, it's a competition, it's against people. And it, of course, against yourself, you have your own, you have your own uh, lane line, but mm-hmm. why, why were they doing it much faster in the swimming pool alone with the warm-up pool? I couldn't make it later, you know, just yeah. because of the mental, men, mental stress. Talk to me about that then. That's interesting. I appreciate your honesty with that because it's true. It's real. And believe me, I've been there myself. I swam in the 50 freestyle final and I felt at that time in 2004, I pressed too hard. You said I pressed too hard. And that's an interesting word because I I use it myself. You press too hard. What does it actually mean uh, for somebody that doesn't fully understand sprinting? What does it mean when you press too hard? I believe that when you're training, when you're training hard and you it's all about the sprints and uh, 90% of your work is uh, or lactate or narrow or jumps or something uh, your body really knows what to do and you just needed to let it go till the moment you know like you let it go easy and you push later you know you just push a little bit later not in the first 25 right. or and that's what I've done. I've done really, really like hard work in first 10 strokes. Like I press as much as I can. And when you have this adrenaline coming, it's just uh, like Ferrari on the ice. It's something that's um, let you using your power in the wrong, wrong directions, using your muscles in the wrong impulses that you used to train. And it's you, you said a Ferrari. The- you said a Ferrari on ice. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Ferrari on ice. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a that's, good. That's a good way to think about. It. I never thought of it that way before. That, that's um, spinning. That's spinning. You're not catching enough water. You know the way I think of it too. Sometimes, uh, you know, people can relate to this a little bit. You know, when you play golf, sometimes when you play golf, you want to hit the ball as far as you can, right? That's the goal. Is hit the ball straight. Hit the ball as far as you can. And sometimes you squeeze the golf club a little too hard. Sometimes you swing a little too hard and you come down and you want to hit that golf ball as hard as you can so that it will go as far as you can. And what happens? It goes, whew, goes right or it goes left. It, you, you hook it or you slice it because you're trying too hard. And then sometimes when you just relax on the golf club and you let the swing come and you hit and then you hear that clean like pop and then the ball just flies in the direction you want it to go. That's a very similar feeling, but I like the description you gave, like a Ferrari on ice. I think that's a really good one. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I felt it so often, like mostly now when when I lost the sensation of uh, swimming freestyle, and I'm working hard to getting it back. And pretty often, I'm feeling being on Ferrari. I have the great engine. I have a lot of like energy, but I'm just on ice, and mm. I want to move it from ice to some, like let's say sticky drag racing road mm. that's mm. what i want to have mm. and that's all about and now um because you know also like just a little bit flashbacks i had so much support after i broke the world record like some people supports me so much with money and invest in me just to give me better better results but mm. it doesn't work for me i had m- more money than ever in my life in the wor- in the worst results in my life in that time that i just mm. made so much money and now I have almost nothing. I had just like after you just screw out your Olympics, nobody really cares. Yeah. But that's what the reality comes, and that's you really start to enjoy. And I'm just here. I don't own anyone, any kind of like I don't care about anyone else now. I just cares how I feel in the water. I cares right. how hard I work. Right. 
that's right. the period of the being professional now. So. Right. You don't feel like you owe anybody anything now. Like, you know, you, you felt responsible almost before of like, I have to get this result because people are investing in me. Now it's yeah. like, no one's investing in me. I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. That, that's exactly feeling the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Your, your, sorry, sorry. But your personal best is 2207, right? 2207, yeah. So I just have this personal question that you always try to break 22. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. when when you decided to quit like what what's what was your final thing to quit final thing to quit was listen i was 31 years old and back uh back in 2006 let's say there wasn't a lot of older swimmers i was i was at 31 i was one of the oldest i already had two kids you you have a kid yourself so you understand when you're a father things change i had two kids i was 31 all i had ever done is swum I hadn't finished my degree. I know I didn't finish my college degree. So I felt like I was at a point in my life where I was like, I have no injuries. I've made it to two Olympics. Uh, I've made the final at the Olympics. Um, I, I also got to a point where I kind of realized myself, I wasn't Gary Hall Jr. I wasn't Alexander Popoff. You know, I wasn't Michael Klim. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't that person. I was very good. Don't get me wrong. I was very, very good. And I believed in myself and I worked very hard, but I wasn't Alex Popoff. I just knew it, you know? So I got to the age of 31 and I just said to myself, look, you, you've tried to break 22 for the past six years and you came close, but you didn't get it. And, and it's okay. You know, I, I came to the realization it's okay. You don't have to, you can live with yourself knowing that you made the final of the Olympics, that you're one of the fastest swimmers in the world. The 21 is not going to change anything. I would have loved to get 21, believe me. And I think uh, on occasions I tried too hard. I was the Ferrari on ice because I wanted 21 so badly. Um, I also look back now and I think, well, if I had have been training a little differently and if I had have been doing some things, four, man. If, I, if I had have coached myself, if, if I could coach myself now, you know, the, the guy I am now, what I know to who I was as a swimmer then, I would have swum a little bit faster for sure. But look, th those things are, th it is what it is at the time. So basically what I'm saying is I was just ready to move on with my life. It wasn't, I wasn't obsessed with the 21, but I think I, I could have got there for sure. But, you know, I was happy with where I was at, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, you've done everything for that. Yeah, I'd done everything. Everything I could possibly a, do at the time. At everything the time. I knew. Everything I knew at the time. I did everything I could possibly do. I, I think that's the thing. Like, uh, I, I knew that now, like, I did even not at 50% in the last two years for my result. Mm. And that, that's what is important. Before you thinking about quitting, ask yourself, did you done everything for your goal, for your dream, for your passion? Mm. Mm. I said, no. 50, 50 butterfly, yes, is something that I'm proud of. And... Uh, being the fastest human in butterfly, even like now, I believe that I can be even faster just uh, improving my first 15. Because my first 15 is 5.30, no, 5.27 was exactly in that world record. Mm. So, and in that time, Ben Proud did like something 5.0. Mm. And I still believe that I can do it. And huge motivations now. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, at checkout. Destromachines.com. Talk to me about that race then specifically, because uh, in the lead up to it, I, I was there in your training camp. I was seeing the things that you were doing. Um, you were doing some interesting things in training in the lead up to that, uh, very short sprints, a lot of very short sprints, a lot of heavy lifting, but um, not full range of motion type lifting, like squatting, you were only squ like quarter squats, but very, very heavy, extremely heavy, things like this. Is there anything I'm missing? Talk to me about your training back then. Uh, this is an interesting point about the uh, lift. Uh, so the, the idea of lifting anything or power clean, also, I'm not doing power clean, I'm doing muscle clean because I'm not really going under the bar. I'm just mm -hmm. producing so much power and force that brings into the shoulder, you know, and uh, this impulse creates the narrow system load. And baby squats, what you're saying, this quarter squats, uh, they are also can load your nervous system particularly without having uh, risks on injury. 
because as soon as you go lower or, and deeper in the squats, it's a big risk that you could not control your lower back or something and get some troubles into this. And this is a couple stages from the squats. Uh, the main stage is strength that you're just grabbing these 200 kilos or how much is 450 or 500 pounds on the back and you're going slow down as slow as you can without failing and then you go slow up you're doing cup for a couple weeks like two three weeks then you make it in into the transition so you start to going up quick and low slow and then you just drop every kind of eccentric parts so you stop doing eccentric you put it put those uh heavy heavy weights onto the blocks onto the wall uh, like somewhere that it could hold this weight and then you just press it hard up so you're not breaking your muscle fibers anymore but you're still stimulating your nervous system and potentializing it mm. without mm. risks of the injury because i oh. tried 90 percent like 90 degree squats and deep squats in my history and every time i do too heavy um, my, my back is done you know and that was an option for being safe and really loading the central nervous system. That's exactly what we're looking for. Wow. And then we move this gym into the quick exercises, like, you know, Kaiser machine, that's mm -hmm. um, the, like uh, the pneumatic, I don't know the exact word in English, but that you have this air resistance that is mm -hmm. constant resistance. Mm -hmm. After you do the like power clean, you move straight to this Kaiser that you move from strength to power exactly to teach your nervous system to create this uh, strength into the power. And then of course, it could be combined with the uh, swimming short sprints. So we do the impulse of nervous system. We develop the, uh, the attachments to the muscles because you know, the nervous system cannot grow, but we can increase the numbers of the, the attachments to the muscle. And we, we, we improve it there, but then we learn in swimming part. So it's all combination of gym strength to gym strength to power transition plus transition to the water wow. and it's big macro macro cycle wow yeah it was very in interesting there was also a point where if you weren't ready to be at that maximum velocity power you didn't swim that day is that correct uh, uh yes always if, if i felt that something is just that I'm missing out some energy. I just prefer just to touch the water, really, particularly touch the water and go back home sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. It wasn't like, well, I'm scheduled to swim, so I'm going to swim. I was like, I'm not ready to swim today, so I'm not swimming. Um, it was interesting. It should be, should be like professional. You, you, you need to really know, is it really helping you or not? It's not a play. It's not a lazy thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I had even t-shirt. I'm not lazy. I'm just saving energy. Right. Because, and it's taper. Let's say taper and particularly for 50, it's uh, always uh, better do the best you can or nothing. It's really like critical. Like you just, every time you touch something, it should be better than you did last last time. And right. full energy, full race. So you, you just, just give your body the setup that every time you jump in the water right now, it's going to be max. Mm -hmm. Best speed ever you do. Right. And this is a taper approach. Uh, only concentric exercises, not, not breaking any fibers, just simulated without like even push-ups or muscle-ups. You just go up and then you throw it. Mm. Power cleans here and then you throw it. You don't, don't resist because mm. we are swimming. We're never resisting. We're always produ productive. We're always produce. It's all about the production. Wow. So it can potentialize a lot your swimming if you do it in the right moment because uh, a lot of people doing heavy lifting, a lot of people doing heavy load, and they keep doing it till till the last moments of the races. Just skipping the eccentric part can help them so much to potentialize their swim because they're not going to break the fibers, but they're going to still stimulate the, the narrow system on the same level as before. Because all the purpose of gym is not grow muscles, it's grow your narrow system to produce. Right. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, it, there's not many people training like that in swimming. It was it was very unique. I felt like, and um, and and you were becoming very successful with it. It was something that you had bought into. It was something that you were doing very well. You understood it, um, and I could tell that your swimming was just kind of hitting at the right moment in the lead up to this world record. I'm talking about, um, and so there was also that talk then of like, 
oh, we're going to break the world record. We're going to break. And so the, the belief then started to generate, you know, psychologically that that comes into play too, right? Uh, before, like in the morning swim, I swam 20 to 7 with 19 strokes with a two breath without like pushing at all. And day before I swam the 100 fly, uh, <clears throat> I split 23 0, 18 strokes. And you know, I'm not doing 15 meters dives, okay? I'm just mm -hmm. doing four. I did in that moment, I did four kicks. So it was just short underwater, 18 strokes, and 75 meters in that moment, I was faster than the world record. In the hundred fly, but then I died, and I was just decided just drop it down because, mm. and that I still uh, I tried many times to swim the hundred, but it's a completely different race. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have this production trainings, if you all about the creating as much lactate in your body as you can, uh, probably the hundred is going to be the most difficult part for you, except you know how to do the great underwaters because underwaters can split this lactate production to full body like to the legs. Mm. And I swam their personal best in 100 flights as well. It was still my best 52-1, but <laughs> never again that fast. <laughs> so then talk to me about the final. You, you know that you've, you've swum the morning very easy, very comfortably. Um, what's then the approach where this all comes together, it all clicks at night? Mm, I knew that I'm going to break it. I just was not really expecting that it's going to be that that fast i thought it's going to be 22 35 but and in 50 butterfly i never push the first 25 and uh, apply more forces gradually till the end so that's how if you see the analysis is just uh, every 10 meters is 4.9 till the end so i just hold all the speed till the end of the race and uh, this is a interesting point that people sometimes pressing too hard they're driving ferrari on ice on the first mm -hmm. 25 Mm -hmm. And then the Ferrari is not Ferrari anymore, you know. And I really, I think those moments when I touched the, the wall and one of the live dreams happened was one of my favorite moments of life. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's the best drug that holds me to swim now and it's the best drug that honestly exists in my life. And this is a magic, you know, this is a magic period of my life. And... I'm happy that I achieved that and I touched something that no one did in the world this time, you know, and being human being like the fastest human in butterfly because it's the shortest event, right? Mm. And it's allowed, allowed me to say that I'm the fastest human swimming butterfly in the world and still because I know that the Dressel doing 100 fly world record, but I still doing this 50 that he it was the only one record he didn't break now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Yeah, um, and uh, Nick Santos has, hasn't been able to get that one either, and, and he's an incredible athlete. Yeah. Ben Proud, he hasn't come close to that either. So, I mean, it, it, look, it's an incredible swim. And like you said, it's a, it's a moment that we share together because I was in the stands with your coach. There was a talk of you were feeling very good. The, the chances of you breaking the world record were very high. I could feel the energy. I could feel the um, belief and and I could see your focus behind the block, so I knew like uh, this is this is the moment. Uh, the, you know, there's there's moments that come along, very special moments. I had a very special moment with uh, Caesar Cielo, um, and this was a uh, not my moment, but it was I was part of it. And and uh, I'm on the video, and then and I'm screaming at you. I'm 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 willing you to go. I felt like I was connected to you in the swim uh, as you were swimming, and the video shows that we are connected for life in this video, man, because um. Look, it's a special moment for me, man. It, it brings up emotions for me because I was witnessing you do something that has never been done before. It was, it was a beautiful moment, man. Man, thank you for also the, those cheering. I still, I still really, I still feeling it again and again together mm -hmm. with you. And, uh, and then I remember you came also and you were happy to see it. Because, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just not all the people ready to... Um, share it together with you like honestly mm -hmm. sometimes the oh the world record is good like i don't mm -hmm. really care but you really care you really mm -hmm. felt that it's you was part of the race mm -hmm. and yeah every, yeah like every time yeah. i watch it only that type of video because it's many footages around but only this one is my favorite yeah you're right i forgot about that there were moments backstage where it's not on video but we we yeah i mean i was so happy for you man and and in a way kind of like where you asked me you know how do you feel about never breaking 22 you got so close 
when I see you do something like that, it's almost like I get some pleasure because you did something I could never do, you know? And so I, I do, if it's a genuine love, it's a genuine like happiness. It's like, man, this guy achieved something in his life that is going to be with him forever. And, and it's a proud moment for you and your family and, and coaches. I mean, oh my God, it's just incredible. So anyway, it, look, it was a great moment, but you know, maybe, maybe, um, Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. I don't know. You can be honest with me here. Maybe some of the criticism beyond this after this is it's a very difficult thing to deal with being a world record holder. And some of the things that I've heard, I don't know if it's accurate, but some of the things I may have heard is like it changed you a little bit. I mean, it, it you looked at yourself a little bit differently, maybe maybe the things that you were willing to do before you got there to do that. I don't know. And this is just some criticisms I've heard. I've never broken a world record. I don't know how it would change me. Do you feel it changed you positively and negatively as well? Uh, I believe that, of course, every time you achieve something, it will change you. We're always changing, honestly, the life experience. If you're not changing yourself, you're just probably uh, – just stupid because everything is experience if everything is happening in your life is just experience and we're always trying to change better right mm -hmm. and um of course after those moments i've changed as um, losing like part of my main goal like let's say it was all mm -hmm. about this and then i changed them the energy transfers somewhere else mm. But in negative approach, I don't know, like some people maybe say, but I've never been a star, you know, I've never been cocky. I'm always free to talk to people uh, and I never catch that. So I, I believe that probably some personal relationships changed with some people, of course, mm. uh, but not really particularly me changing because of the result. Okay. I start to All be right. proud of myself more, but right. nothing particularly big. Okay. All right. That, that, that clears it up. I mean, I understand that. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a good answer too, in terms of, like you said, something like that is going to change you, you know, it's going to happen, but, um, that's, it's interesting. So, well now, okay. So, so now you're, you're back, you're, you're healthy. Um, training is not still ideal, but it's getting better. Um, where, where are you headed this year? What are the goals for this year? What are you, what are you aiming at? Uh, first, honestly, I want to break 22 in the 50 fly. Uh, same goals, different stroke. Really? Oh, you want to break 22? Yeah. I mean, if, if of course, or when, when I'm going to reach the same speed as I've been done before and I know how to reach it, uh, it's possible. Uh, the thing is, it's all about my first 15 meters. Uh, last World Champs, when I was struggling with my health, I swam 22.87 in the final. I've lost a dressel. 056 at first 15. I mean, this significant amount of time. <laughs> and mm. I really respect his underwaters, man. I'm, I'm searching for getting it done as good as him because uh, it's a huge amount of work. He's very explosive and he can apply these forces underwater. I think this is the key how to break all the records. That's how, what he's doing. Because mm. not, <clears throat> and this is cultural thing. Me being swimmer, I was always thinking how to swim, not how to do underwaters. Never, never in my life I were focused so much. And with that speed that I have, and even now showing that 2347 without any preparations and not even dying on this race, I believe that I'm at the stage now with all the experience I've got and the people that surrounds me and the new stage that I don't have any responsibility except me to me. Mm. I could, I could chase for that and uh, dream high. And as high as your dream is closer, you're going to get, and as close I get, at least my personal best and 50 fly could be nice as well. So, so the world, the world championships then, um, that that's kind of, are you going to swim the fly and the freestyle? 
Yeah, fine. Uh, I got already the A card for Fidget Fly. I hope my Federation will accept me anyway. Uh -huh. uh, the 50 freestyle, also, I, I have a card in 50 freestyle and set the quality 20 to 1. Uh, but I don't know the rules now because we, uh, we have the new national coach. He's from Malta. Uh, I mean, he's Ukrainian that was working the head coach of Malta in the past. Mm. And um, so far, things going good. And I would like to also perform in freestyle. And I really enjoyed those moments that you were seeing something that I was not believing. I still not believing that it happened to my life. That mm. was this 35 that fast. Mm -hmm. That felt that good. Maybe some currency in the pool. Who knows? No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was you at the time. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Like, there's no current. There's no. It was no magic. It was just you and how you were swimming. You have that talent. You are, you are an exceptional talent. But everyone in fi in final exceptional man. Everyone. No, look, look. There, there are. Look, listen, man. I'm telling you. Here's what I'm saying to you: is there are good swimmers at the olympic games let's say at, at the olympic games there there are a lot of good swimmers but then there are the exceptional talents and that's what i'm talking about i was a very good swimmer i was one of the world's best swimmers i'm telling you but i was not gary hall jr i was not alex popoff and what i'm saying to you is you are an exceptional talent you are as good as caleb dressel you are as good as flo manadu you're you're in that category you're you're as good as bruno fratis the guys that are winning medals at the olympics that's you man you're right there that i've seen you swim you are an exceptional talent yeah thank you for this words they, they motivates me to to chase the goal because um yeah in the moments when you're really uh, missing the speed for a while you know mm -hmm. and every time you swim you know that it's not there every time mm -hmm. you do some drill that should allow you to swim it's not there and you're telling every time to the coach like no matter who is that and the coach start to struggle with that because when you repeat and repeat to the coach look man i don't feel that i don't feel yeah. like let's do something with it i don't feel that mm -hmm. and it's not about uh, discipline it's not about energy it's not about trust it's just about what's happening mm -hmm. so and sometimes the path is so tricky mm -hmm. and that's what about the exceptional i think I, i've done exceptional work in that time right and, that that was the the, the the moment that was the exceptional work that sometimes i was swimming like they said this uh, 325s in a row in uh, like 15 seconds rest between and after the first one you feel that you you're risking to die that your heart is popping out or something you feel dizzy and your stomach is cramping after the first 25 and then you find the power to just push it again and not saving a little thing because if you're going to save you know that you're not going to improve mm -hmm. and in those moments you grow in those moments when you're close to death maybe it's not death but at least it's the sensation of being somewhere really above your limits really above the things that keep you healthy so you really force your body and mind to go somewhere that it's blocked and if you do this a couple times, then you, you have a chance to go even farther. And, and that, that's what brings you to this, to the stages of freestyle fast butterfly is mm. different game butterfly. I feel I'm talented for butterfly. And, uh, last year I've been, I was surprised that I'm the best in the world last year. I don't, I know that not many competitions 50 fly last year would be right, but I yeah. hold the top one ranking. I was not doing a single stroke of butterfly last year, not even 25. The mm. only one I've done, it was the ISL racing. Then I was not touching it in, in the, any kind of preparation phase. So I went to the Europeans. I swam 25 meters day before the race starts. And then I raced in 22, nine. So I know that it's there, but my you see, goal, man, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's an exceptional talent, man. But it's about the butterfly freestyle. I'm agree in butterfly something something happening with me that if i'm in shape i just i just know how to swim very fast right 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 and uh, it's it's all about the water and uh, and making some like making this 21 it's only possible with the great 15 because all those guys who is now short yeah. course nick santos best underwater ever i mean looking how he's doing that he's doing it also explosive gym stuff and He's uh, m making a crazy ankle work. 
underwater and great positioning that yeah. was always tough for me but i'm learning i'm trying my best you know mm. if i could manage this probably fifth flyer if i do 21 i think no no one gonna be close anymore no, no, you got 21. That's that's scary good. I mean, the 22, two already is is sick, you know. But uh, oh, Dressel 22 35, and but I've watched his race. I'm not sure it's possible for him to do it faster, close but not faster. And, and my my own vision, you know, my subjective vision. Yeah. I can be mistaken, of course. But well, he, the world the championships will be. World championships will be fun then, you know. We'll uh, we'll get to see uh, head to head. Like to. I would like to. I would like to because yeah. uh, those races are interesting, you know. When exceptional, because I'm not exceptional in hundred fly. I don't have this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, skills for that, but fifty is my field, and I still was never been a world world champion yet. Well, listen, man, I'm going to be at the World Championship, so maybe I'll be in the stands again. We can have another moment together, you know, and uh, that would be cool. You're going to see it. You know, you're going to see it in advance. Yeah. I think you will You will find the, the mood. But also, I don't want to, I don't want to, let's say, put the result before it's happening. It's just my yeah. dream. It's, yeah, my, yeah. It's, it's, it's my goals. It's my dream. They're high. Sure. They're really, uh, but without putting the goal high, why, yeah. why did it even go to the pool, you know? Yeah. And I still yeah, want well, to be fast and freestyle. I want to get back my speed and being consistent on it. Yeah. Well, you got work to do. So uh, in the next few months, do the work. Um, I'm I'm always here if you need me privately. You know, uh, hit me up, man. But uh, I'm a fan. And look, you know, you know how I feel about you. You're, you're awesome. So keep it going, man. I look forward to seeing you in person again. And thanks for sharing this today. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Enjoyed to All talk right. to you. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Event heat lane name of swimmer times and places it's called swim nerd live and it allows the data and times from your actual scoreboard to be broadcast and viewed in real time on any smart tv phone or other device there are so many things you can do with this software a very simple and easy to use necessity for any team or facility that is live streaming their meets results one click on any device and they're watching your swim meet live in real time Go to swimpractice.com to learn more.